I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. Compliment, the early history, or a strength used in excess becomes a weakness, a complementary facet of the immune response. Back in 1888, George Natal noted that sheep blood serum had mild killing action against the anthrax bacillus. This killing disappeared with heating of the blood. Three years later, Hans Buchner saw the same property of blood in experiments and named the killing agent alexin, which is Greek for to ward off. By 1884, a number of laboratories had shown that serum from guinea pigs that recovered from cholera killed the cholera bacterium in vitro and that heating the serum destroyed the killing of the bacteria. However, the heat-inactivated serum maintained its ability to protect the guinea pigs exposed to cholera. Thus, Jules Bourdais of the Pasteur Institute concluded that this protective principle ingredient had two components, one maintaining a sensitizing effect even after being heated, and one, Alexin, whose toxic effects was gone after heating. He felt that the heat-stable component was responsible for immunity against specific bacteria, whereas the heat-sensitive part was responsible for nonspecific antimicrobial activity conferred by all normal sera. In 1899, Dr. Paul Ehrlich, one of the fathers of the germ theory, named the heat-sensitive component complement, named as part of his theory of the immune system because it was something in the blood that complements the cells of the immune system. Ehrlich's theories suggested that the immune system was composed of cells that had specific receptors on their cell surface to recognize antigens. With exposure to an antigen, more of these receptors are formed, then shed from cells to circulate in the blood. These receptors, now called antibodies, were initially called ambo-receptors because of their bifunctional binding capacity, recognizing and binding to a specific antigen, but also recognizing and binding to the heat labile antimicrobial component of the fresh serum. The Oxford English Dictionary indicates that the term antigen is a logical construct of anti body generating. The term antigen coined by Deutsch in 1899. Initially it was thought that it was a precursor of antibodies, but in 1903 it was known that antigens induce antibodies and some indicate that the term antigen is also a contraction of anti-somatogen immune binding. We will not now review the complex cascade now known as the complement system with its phagocytosis, inflammation, and membrane attack complex, or MAC. Dr. Mueller-Eberhardt and others led much of the work on complement in the 1970s and 1980s and showed that there were two ways of complement-mediated hemolysis, one independent of antibody, and susceptibility of target cells to lysis in conjunction with MAC in the 1970s to 1980. 
immunology certainly held sway in the 1970s and 1980s and was thought to be the answer to a large number of disease entities. It is said in one major textbook in renal pathology that IgA nephropathy was the first disease in which glomerular deposits were found to consist of MAC, although the co-deposition of regulatory S protein at that time cast some doubt about the importance of the Big Mac attack. There are patients with C9 deficiency, but with full-blown IgA nephropathy. I tried to find the earliest reference of the Mac attack on human kidneys, but could not identify the paper attributed to finding it in IgA nephropathy. But I did note that there were papers in 1982 showing MAC in SLE nephritis. A paper by Dr. Ron Falk and others at the University of Minnesota in 1982 showed that MAC in renal disease was present and even quoted a paper by Pauli and Nachman from 1979 suggesting that the, quote, C3B activation appears to be independent of the classical or the alternate activation pathways, end of quote. MAC was also localized to the immune deposits in experimental bovine serum albumin immune complex glomerulonephritis. MAC is now being studied in a number of different renal diseases. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.